Expectations. They're everywhere. From your parents, from your peers, from coworkers. Sometimes expectations are made clear. They're evident. Somebody literally tells you, I expect this. Other times, expectations aren't voiced. They're kept within. They're thoughts, theories, things kept inside your mind. But in today's podcast, Real Talk with myself, Bailey Redondo, I want to discuss the bigger picture with expectations, how it's not just a thought, how it's an action, how there is more to it than sitting back and waiting to see if someone or something meets your expectations. There is more to expectations than just the person waiting, than just the person waiting to see if yes, it met my expectations or no, it didn't. Now, expectations can come in many, many different forms. And I think we need to differentiate now that, you know, there's presumed expectations, expectations that you don't even think about because you already have that presumption that yes, they will meet this or yes, they should do this. And then there's expectations that are voiced. And because they are voiced, there's a certain added pressure that comes with it. It's different when you hear someone say, this food is disgusting, rather than, ah, you know, I'm just not really that hungry. It's a difference. So the way I think about it, and it's probably not the most perfected way, but it's just the way I think about it, is that expectations, they have to be layered. They have to be grounded. For example, when you have expectations for yourself, those expectations have to derive from your past experiences, from your self-awareness, from you realizing you know, I probably should expect this of myself because I know I can do this. When you go on a diet, do you know you're not going to go out at 2 a.m. with those buddies getting fast food? Do you know that you can control yourself to certain portions when you go out to eat? Do you hold yourself accountable to going to the gym a majority of the days of the week? If not, those expectations might be harder to meet. And your self-awareness has to tell you that. It's not always healthy to set expectations that you can't meet. It's better to break those expectations down into simpler forms and attack them individually until the overall expectation can be met. And this is something that I think a lot of individuals kind of fail to understand, that with expectations, there's this essence of self-awareness that has to be rooted within your expectations. For me, I don't like cold weather. I almost hate it. So when I go somewhere or I'm in a place where there is cold weather present, my expectations are low. I'm not going to set these high expectations that I'm going to have the best time of my life because I know the weather's going to inflict it. That's just something I'm not accustomed to. It's not a fault. It's just me being honest with who I am. It's me being true to myself. To any listener right now, let me ask you this. Is it still possible for you to feel like your expectations have been met 
without them actually being met. Now, I know that kind of sounds confusing, but hear me out. I know us humans can get gratification in so many different ways from expectations, even if it falls short of what you wanted, what you expected it to become. Is it too far-fetched to say that what I just described is similar to raising a kid, to being a parent? It is truly a gift to have children. But we're human, and we hold expectations. So every parent sets expectations for their kids, whether they voice it to their significant other or not. They do. You know, you put a football in your son's hands for the first time when he's two, and he's got that perfect grip on the laces, and you're just like, oh, my son's going to be a quarterback. Or you have a daughter that at three or four years old is coloring on anything she can get her hands on. You're thinking to yourself, my daughter's going to be an artist. Expectations start from day one. And like I said, it's not our fault. It's just the way, you know, us humans are put together. It's the way we function. It's the way our cells are all put together. It's just what we do. But I'm here to tell you today that expectations, they can't be one-sided. They can't have someone kick back and relax and just wait to get a result. The way I look at life is that there doesn't always have to be a winning side and a losing side. Winners and losers can still benefit regardless of the outcome. When you set expectations on someone or something, it can be a journey. It doesn't have to be one-sided and, you know, survival of the fittest, see if whoever can make it to the top and meet this expectation. If you're setting those expectations... Why don't you dive in too? Why don't you invest too? In life, what I realized is that you're never alone. So why make someone go through that alone? Ride with them. Hop on in. It's a journey, baby. We're all on the same team here. I mean, are we not? I mean, tell me, are we not? Aren't we all trying to live our fullest life? Aren't we all trying to evoke our passions? Aren't we all trying to climb this mountaintop called life? We're on the same team. We're in the same numbers. Let's go. So when you set expectations, support to shine. Support to shine. Sit on that, people. I'm telling you, sit on that. You guys don't understand that with support, with courage, With belief, these people can shine, man. These people can shine. I've seen so many people, I can't even tell you how many people, that I know if they were given the little bitest more of support, if they were just given a thought, if they were just given a chance, wonders could have happened. Wonders could have happened. I believe every single person on this planet here has a purpose. They might not know it, but they have a purpose. And expectations can't blind people of that purpose. A good way to sum it up is, I guess when potential is seen, 
when someone sees potential in something, then instantly we have expectations. They just come about. We expect things. If you're a teacher and on the first few weeks of school, you have a student that shows up early, leaves late, asks questions, is attentive when giving lectures to, and does well on papers, quizzes, or tests, your expectations are probably going to be pretty high. You're probably going to think, okay, this, if not will be my best student, is my best student. But what if a few weeks go by and that student misses a few days here and there, is more quiet during class discussion, maybe gets low Bs, high Cs on the next test? If you were that teacher, what would your expectations be? If you set the bar so high for somebody and they start falling short of that bar, they're not meeting that expectation level, why not be curious to find out why? Life has so many untangible things. Every single person is fighting a battle you probably don't know about, or maybe you don't want to know about. But going back to that scenario, if I'm that teacher, Professor Arredondo, I'm finding out what's going on with my star-studded student. I'm finding out what's up. And it doesn't always have to be a question. It could be motivation, compliments, encouragement. Maybe it could even be the teacher's fault. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the flip side. It doesn't always have to be the person you're expecting from. Maybe it's you. And that's the curiosity I wish more of us had. That's the journey I wish more of us could go on. But hey, I know there's a flip side of this. I know there's people that thrive off expectations. They're fueled by people in doubt, people expecting them to be great. And those people are all-time greats. Those are the people that get jerseys hung in stadiums, buildings named after them, books written by them. But not everyone is like that. And that's okay. And that's why we have to have a more essence of humbleness rather than doubt. More of an appreciation rather than disbelief. Don't forget when you're doing something that someone has already done, the expectations are almost through the roof. I mean, did George Washington not start the domino effect of expectations for presidents? We're just going to keep comparing the next one to the next one to the next one. It's just what we do. Like I said, it's just who humans are. The more calendar books we flip through, the more years we go by, the less OGs we see. I have never expected myself to be like any sports broadcaster or sports radio person in the history of sports. Never. Not once. All I've ever wanted to be was Bailey. In any friendship, in any relationship, I didn't want to be the best friend anyone could be. I didn't want to be the best boyfriend any girl could ever have. I just wanted to be Bailey. That's it. And don't be that person that's like, oh, that's why... You know, I don't set expectations because I never want to be let down. Come on, give me a break. I'm sorry, but I can't handle those kind of people. If you're someone 
that won't set expectations or doesn't like expectations because you never want to be let down or you never want to be hurt or it never goes your way or the way you wanted it to. It's because you never did anything about it. You're just a fan sitting in the bleachers watching, waiting for something to happen. Do something about it. Make something happen. And even if it's out of your personal control, you're telling me you can't influence it? Why not? Wouldn't it be more rewarding to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I tried. I set expectations and I tried on my part to help that person or that someone or that something to meet those expectations and it just didn't work out. Okay, you move on. It's life. But at least you showed effort. At least you tried. And in that process of effort, I bet you'll have personal growth. I bet you'll find out things you didn't know about yourself. I'll bet you'll be a better person, no doubt. So all in all, all I'm saying is that when expectations are made clear to yourself and to others, don't just sit there and wait for something to happen. Dig deeper.